I'm David S. Dawson from the Intellectual Podcast, a show that spotlights creatives from all walks of life, part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other incredibly geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Welcome to an all-new Better Podcasting live chat. I am Steven, and with me, of course, is the real SP. It's good to be back in person, but it's also good to know that Robo SP is waiting in the wings for when I want to retire. And for those that don't know what we're talking about, you got to go back an episode into the main Better Podcasting feed into Better Podcasting 249A. We'll talk more about that later, but it is great to be back in the studio talking Better Podcasting tonight with you, Stephen. This is an awesome day. I am so happy that you are back in action. I didn't know what your week was going to look like. And um, let's just go into it right now. So if you didn't know this, um, on the Better Podcasting main show, we were set to record episode 250 on Tuesday, April 27th for a release of May 2nd, Sunday, May 2nd. That's, That's how it always works. You come by on Tuesdays for an episode of Better Podcasting or Better Podcasting live chat. And usually said episode is released uh, late on the Sunday. That, that's the schedule. And then on Tuesday, SP had a, a very serious situation come up with his dad and an injury. And uh, I, I'll let you fill in as much or little as, as you want right now. Sure. Absolutely. So first of all, I want to thank everybody for the well wishes. We did post a little bit on our Discord server, which you can find at betterpodcasting.com slash Discord about what was going on. I wanted to be open and honest with our listeners in case they were expecting a release. It just wasn't going to be that, especially since it was episode 250 and we had planned something a little bit special during the episode. So I posted that. Now, here's the gist of what happened. My dad came in town. He was helping me with a remodel project on a property I own, and he had a terrible accident with a power tool aka a table saw. Don't worry, folks, there was no contact with the blade. However, there was projectiles involved and it just caused a lot of damage. He subsequently had to have not one, but two emergency surgeries that week. So things got a little sporty during the week. And to top this all off, it happened at 4.30 p.m. Eastern and we were going to go live at 8 p.m. So I took my father immediately to the emergency room. And after things got settled in there, I started notifying people, including family members of what was going on. I did text Steven as soon as I could and informed him of what was going on. And we made the call right away just to, to, to shut things down. So a uh, brief description of how my dad is doing right now. He was able to be stabilized. My sister flew out and they drove him back home, which is probably the best place for him to recover at home. And he saw his regular physician. He has a uh, appointment with a specialist coming up here in the in the future. But he is stable, and hopefully, it is just a bunch of therapy, physical and occupational therapy that he has to go through. But this has a ripple effect all week for me of various different things. It wasn't just Better Podcasting number two fifty, but I just want to take this chance here on Better Podcasting live chat to thank Stephen specifically for making really rapid decisions and announcements and stuff like that, just to tell everybody what was going on. So I could take a couple of days before things stabilized. 
because uh, honestly, even though it was a a physical wound, my dad is old, so there were complications involved in everything. So we just didn't know how stable things were going to get. It took a couple of days to get there. So thank you very much, Stephen. You're very welcome. And I know uh, you would do the same if the roles were reversed. And uh, I just wanted to say that as far as this show goes, um, yeah, we we definitely missed a week because we decided um, that it was the most sense for SP just to focus on his family. That was that was the way it went down. And and we don't talk out of our rear ends when we give advice to the hobby podcaster. And one of the things that we have very, very often said is that if your schedule has to suffer for personal reasons, let it suffer. That's that's what we believe. And so that's what we lived last week with Better Podcasting Main Show. But to sort of uh, fill in the gaps, because while we did post it on social media and Discord, we know that generally the interactions that we have on those um, aren't all of our listener base. So we, we wanted to make sure there was an episode in the feed. And so I had said, oh, I'll get something together. I'll put it in there as a quick update. And I decided that I wanted to really accomplish a couple things. One, I knew that it would be a solo cast, so to speak, even though it was short, of just me. So I wanted to make sure that there was another voice in the podcast than just mine, both talking like uh, opinion-wise, but also literally as well, where there was actually another voice in there. So I went and I used our Discord to solicit for some feedback based off of some podcast news. I wanted to make sure there was a bit of podcast talk in there. and. It, be- it became really clear to me that there was probably not going to be an audio clip that came in just because of the short notice. So I thought, ah, I'll have a little bit of fun. And I used a text-to-speech service that was was definitely not going to sound like SP. And I chose to go another level with it and uh, just have a bit of fun and make it an Australian accent. And then uh, also did the video companion. So if you didn't check that out, you can go to betterpodcasting.com slash 249A, which can be a lowercase, a capital or spelled out like a Canadian E-H. You can literally go to betterpodcasting.com slash 249-E-H, and it, it will redirect over to uh, that episode. And you'll see, I, I had a little fun because I, I wanted to make sure that it was easy for me in editing. I didn't want it to be a big project. So uh, just to give an idea on how I kind of thought things through, and hopefully maybe it'll help you if you have a little creative project like this I wanted to make sure in editing, I wasn't having to do a bunch of manual work. So when I recorded that episode, I just did, uh, I, I basically the, the video software that I have allows for multiple different shots to be recorded at one time. And so I had um, my main camera angle that was being recorded. I also had my, my just pure raw, no overlays, just that camera being recorded. I also had my sort of solo shot that you usually see on the video with with the overlays, but zoomed in a little bit in case I had to use that to mask editing. And then I also did a dual screen because I knew I was going to put in SP after the fact. But what I did, if you want to go to my Twitter, twitter.com slash Stephen John Drew, you can see in his box, I just green screened it. So then I could just use the green screen feature and and make that transparent and and find a video clip to put in there. So uh, I tried to set it up as much as possible during the recording so that the editing process was easier. And if I was doing video, I, I uh, would have put a similar amount of, of forethought into it. 
um, just to make sure that in editing, it was as easy as possible for me because it was kind of just thrown together. And so I wanted to, to not make editor Stephen grumpy. It was an amazing thing. I got to watch it late Sunday when Stephen published it. And I was like, oh, wow, that he tried to match something that I did on screen to the words that he put in RoboSP and the text-to-speech stuff. So, you know, I, I can't complain. It was, <laughs> it was great. And I, I hope that uh, in, in the case of, of the future, like I said, when I retire, I can get some uh, residuals off of these episodes that I am not going to be part of. So it's a great retirement <laughs> plan. I, I really appreciate that. We actually had a chat about the production the way I did it. Um, Damien, the DM said, uh, did you do everything in advance live or did you record off a script and do the text to speech as post-production? So I had formulated where I wanted to have the text to speech and I knew exactly what it would be. So I generated the audio ahead of time. And so I played those. If you watch me, you can see me pushing the key to, to make it play. So I played the audio so that it was actually there, um, but then did the video aspect where you saw SP, quote, speaking, which doesn't line up at all. And that was part no. of the, the part of the, the, the goal of the part comedy. Of the gag, yeah, yeah, part of the gag. Yeah. Um, so I did that. So I knew those areas and then everything else. I, I had uh, a makeshift document that... That was similar in idea of how we would usually run down the better pod back, just everybody's responses that I, I had done. And so I, I had just those sections that were loosely scripted out, and the rest was just kind of treating it like I usually would going through better pod back. Good to be question. clear, I had nothing to do with this episode whatsoever, <laughs> except for Stephen just gave me a couple options. Hey, I can do this, this, and this. And I just said, look, dude. You, you know best and you have fun with it. That's the big thing. I think I said that, didn't I? You make sure you have fun with it, whatever it is. Yeah. And, and, and that was the extent of the conversation <laughs> or input that I had. Damien asks, I wonder if you could have gotten a fairly last minute guest to fill the spot. I thought and of this. Go ahead. You, you were going to comment. Well, I, I think we talked. Uh, that was one of the options, right? Yeah. And I think we talked about it. And because it was episode 250, we were like, yeah, I don't know if we want to do it or not. But what was your final decision on? That? Yeah, there, there was two things. Number one, 250. Um, we had had it all planned out. And and it's not like it's it's like a big bunch of balloons or anything like that. It's just something that SP and I have. have now had you're going to put <laughs> balloons in the video. I see. SP and I have had this topic for a while. And so to be fair, I wanted to make sure that that landed on 250. Um, secondly, um, I, I just thought that trying to throw them in so last minute wouldn't be fair. I, I would try to have to figure out a way to get them to to work within my structure for the show. And and also, I would have had to come up with a bunch of content because, again, 250, I, I was going to do that show with SP, whether it was 250 or 251. So I would have had to come up with a whole bunch of new content for what would have been 250. And if we did it as a bonus episode, I thought that might not have been fair to be like, hey, you can come on for 10 minutes. So I don't know. Uh, if, if someone had had sent audio clips, I would have absolutely leaned on those, though. So Johnny Pennington in the chat said an Australian voice just called Joshua Liston silly. And honestly, <laughs> I, I want to say when I was listening to it the first time, I was like, <laughs> Is that Josh? That sounds like Josh. That's like Josh. And because I was listening to my phone at like 1.5 speed, because that's the automatic speed that my phone was at. And it wasn't until that I got to see the video that I'm like, oh, that that sounds like it, but it's not Josh. And 
Just to let you know, Josh, I thought it was actually you. That's funny. I can't wait for your comments slash blast in our Discord, Josh. <laughs> uh, so there's the update and how that all came to be. And, and I guess that's our sort of how I saved my podcast story. <laughs> there yeah, you go. I guess a very lengthy one, right? So what this affected for me was beyond better podcasting. So Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., we recorded our episode on the finale for The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I took the time to start to edit that before everything happened, and I'd already pre-organized or pre-decided with my dad that we would be, I would be able to do Better Podcasting 250, and then I would be able to edit for The Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., but when it happened, when the accident happened, then that went out the window, so I talked to my co-host at, on Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., not right away, but I think it was like well, late on Wednesday or maybe Thursday and just said, look, I'm not going to be able to edit it. So we just ended up skipping a week. And I think I put, a, I did, I put a tweet out there for our audience that's on Twitter. I didn't put a special episode out, so I'm probably going to say something at the end or at the beginning of the edited version of Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. And, and we'll just see how that goes. Also, we were supposed to have a guest come on the show so i had to get with the guest and say sorry we couldn't do it this this last week not the one that we recorded but this last week so i say sorry we couldn't do that and i was going to be on their show this weekend and i think he, michelle was going to be on their show as well uh lauren couldn't do it because she had other prearranged plans so we were going to do uh, a host swap basically between two shows this other show is not on the gonna geek network and then I was asked to be a guest on another show on Sunday as well. And it came around Thursday. I was like, look, I, I, I just couldn't do it. Actually, the host reached out to me. The host knew what I was going through and, and reached out to me and uh, understood the whole situation. And I'll probably get to guest on that show in the, in the future. And because of future plans, I just won't name the other shows because you don't count your hit chickens until they're hatched, right? Yeah. You don't uh, say that it's going to happen until it actually happens. I, I will invite the real SP back on better podcasting sometime. <laughs> that is good to hear. That is good to hear. So a lot of shows were affected by this. It wasn't just, I, I record three shows a week between the gunnageek.com show, better podcasting, either live chat or the main show and the legends of shield show. And all three were affected by this. There's just no way that I was going to get back on my feet in a week. Matter of fact, after my dad was able to leave, it took me it's still take me. It's like two and a half days since he left and I am still kind of picking up the pieces, but I had enough picked up that I was able to podcast last night on guineageek.com show. I was able to go to work and I'm able to do this tonight. So it, it just takes a while to get back on your feet after you go through such a, a traumatic event, basically. So yeah, that, that, that's all well and good, but uh, I, we, we do have one news story to share this week. <laughs> We do. Uh, and this is a, a follow up on the podcast connect. And and I want to talk a little bit, actually, about the thing that we talked about in 24090. Sure. Um, uh, just briefly, a couple other things about that and get your takes on that take on that. Uh, but yeah, if, if you haven't been following along, SP has been fighting for podcast connect to get the new version going for a while. He, he's one of the people that logged in and had problems. It was the old Apple podcast portal or whatever. The, uh, iTunes old, Connect, iTunes, iTunes Connect, Connect portal, and then you 
decided to do what any responsible user would do, would be to reach out to the competent support. <laughs> so there's been a little back and forth, and the problem isn't fixed right now. But to be fair, I've been having to take it a, a, a week off. I haven't touched it in a week, although I did try to log in again. And I got what's happening is I'll log in. And even though I've gone through the script to get into Podcast Connect, the new Podcast Connect, it's taken me to the old iTunes Connect portal. Couple of complicating factors. I haven't gotten an email from Apple Podcasts on either account for years. I've been relying on Steven or Chris on the Gonna Geek Network to forward me the emails that they've been getting and reporting on those as we talk about them on better podcasting. And I've sent a ticket in a couple of years ago that did nothing. I've tried a couple of things that were recommended in podcasting groups did nothing. I have not received an Apple podcast email from Apple podcasts in years, probably about three years. So when I can't log into podcast connect, then I went through the support and I was asked to take a video and send video. Uh, I was asked to do a bunch of stuff like use different browsers, go into incognito mode, uh, delete my cache, use a separate computer, do all the separate things on that computer just to try to get it. Nothing's working. I still get into iTunes Connect and not Apple Podcasts. The good news is I finally got an email from Apple Podcasts. Oh, wow. They, yeah. They emailed me and they said that the iTunes Connect portal is closing at the end of May. So, and that you should prepare to move to the Apple podcast stuff. So I call that a semi win. I actually got an email on each account from Apple podcasts. Okay. So I am going to pick up the pieces here and then resume my contact back and forth with Apple podcasts and try to figure out what was wrong. But it is very clear to me that there were multiple people working both tickets, none of which could solve my issue. It's probably some back-end issue that yeah. a lot of the other podcasters are going through. I know there's a separate issue where people cannot even log into their accounts. I can at least log into my account. I can see the podcasts. I can see the stats on iTunes Connect, but I can see nothing on Apple Podcast, the new Apple Podcast portal. So. We will keep everybody informed, hopefully by next week, but I'm not going to make any promises. Uh, definitely in two weeks when we come back for Better Podcasting Live Chat, I'll regale everything that I've done again, but it has been a, a fight and I think it's an unnecessary fight because they should, <laughs> they should have beta tested this before they just said, drop the hammer and said, okay, go time. Everybody move over to Apple Podcasts. And then just a bunch of crap happened to a bunch of people. It's just so weird because when I did my account, I logged in and and bam, right there was a upgrade option and agreeing to terms of service. Like it's so weird. And then uh, Bangs Naughty Bits in our live chat room. Again, we do record live on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, he says there have been a lot of people with basic complaints for the portal submitting shows. So sounds like it's. It sounds to me, <laughs> I'm trying to be nicer, okay, SP? It sounds to me like maybe they had a focus on an underlying reason that they wanted to get the new version set up that might be favorable for them money-wise. Well, so first of all, they were on a schedule. They, they had a launch date that they had to keep to because of the Apple announcement. 
So they announced iOS 14.5 during the, the iPad announcement, the new iMac announcement, whatever. So, so that all happened. So they had to go at that time, whether they were ready or not, mm. unfortunately. So there's that. But then there is the other aspect to it where people are having to pay to uh, make uh, monetizable paywalls, basically, within Apple Podcasts. Uh, you have to pay, from what I've seen so far, $20 a year, maybe per country. I'm not sure about that uh, for a, a, uh, a hidden or a paywalled podcast that they take a certain amount of money for. And they're, they're finally monetizing. I, we talked about this two yeah. weeks ago. They're finally monetizing it. And I said it was at least three years too late, but it, they're getting to it. So this is just where it came from. When I started podcasting, my first question was, how do I upload my podcast to iTunes? And that was a lot that still today is a lot of people's question. How do I upload my podcast to iTunes? And you don't realize that you have to go through the whole hosting thing and everything like that. Well, now Apple podcast is capable of hosting your show for a fee as you would anywhere else. Right. So, okay. But I'm not at that point yet. I'm, I, I need to get into Apple Podcasts in order to have an opinion on what I can do behind <laughs> that wall. Uh, I just want to throw it out there and see what people say. But um, I, I get the feeling from some of the comments that have emerged about this whole thing and then the whole anchor thing we talked about as well in 24090. Um, and I get the feeling there there's a, a little bit of... Re- a lot of resistance to this whole subscription paid feed concept in this push. And, and I'm not going to say I'm not totally opposed to it. Uh, I think that while podcasts have traditionally been open and they've been, you, you can make revenue by outside sources or advertising and things like that. I'm not opposed to the idea of, of certain shows that have, production quality or or even you know um shows that have a draw and hopefully paying the proper fee actually charging for the show itself because when we look at sort of the evolution of things like the tv and movie market you see this real push for people being willing to pay a certain amount of recurring fee to not have to sit through commercials and not have to to go through those those other revenue streams. They're okay paying that monthly fee. So I, I'm not opposed to that. Um, now, I don't listen to any shows that have a bunch of commercials in the middle of them. So it's not like I'm sitting here going, God, I really wish this, com- this show would go commercial-free for a fee. No, but I, I can see the appeal to it. And even for a small fee... Um, a smaller level of show. I could see that as well being acceptable, but we'll see. I think there's going to be a balance there as far as that, but I'm not totally opposed to the concept. Actually, I'll just say I'm not opposed to the concept. I don't think I was opposed to it. I think two weeks ago, we expressed our concerns from a hobby podcaster standpoint, and that this was the beginnings of what could be a paywall to be able to get your podcast out there in a notable directory, mm. whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever, I think that it could evolve into that over time. It is, I want to be clear, that is not what they have done so far. No. They have just provided an avenue that you can put a paywall into your account for Apple Podcasts only. 
So it's not like you put a paywall in and then you can go to Spotify and, and see it as well. It's just not the case. But since we're hobby podcasters that don't monetize our podcasts, it's not the focus here. Our focus is, can your hobby podcast be available? And right now, yes, it can be. Now, with that said, um, I, I do think that this idea actually affects hobby podcasters potentially more. And, and the reason I say that is because if all of a sudden you have these big professional podcasts or big revenue podcasts charging or being behind a paywall, that might affect how easy it is for a hobbyist who's not trying to get behind a paywall to get into those same ears. Like, let's say that, hypothetically speaking, Spotify decided to go all paywall shows. They're exclusively paywall shows. And you're like, I'm not putting a paywall on there. I, I just have no desire to do that. Well, now you can no longer get into Spotify and you need to know that right. I, I'm not getting any of those listeners. So I think depending on how this all shakes out, it could really affect people who actively are not trying to paywall. And you might be saying, well, then why wouldn't you just put a minimal paywall? Well, again, we've talked about it. It's not just take money. There's whole tax things that happens when all of a sudden you're taking in an income. And for a hobby, it could put you in a real big gray zone with whatever tax service you use because there's a whole bunch of rules in there. And it might just be a mess you don't want to get into. Not to mention, if you have a show like ours where you have two people in two different countries, mm -hmm. there's a whole legal issue that you have to work out there. Like one of us would... It, Probably the easiest thing to do, and and I'm not a tax lawyer, I'm not, I'm not a business lawyer or, or an accountant or anything like that, but probably the easiest thing to do would, one of us would own the show for what, whatever we're monetizing, and then we would contract out for like a consultant for the other person right. that would bill or whatever so that we could do monetary sharing over... Uh, or for a border, basically, right. and there's additional tax burden on top of that. It's not impossible. It's just something that we would prefer not to do, and a lot yeah. of other people would just prefer not to mess around with. And there's other people out there that want to mess around with, yeah. but that's not the people we give advice <laughs> to. So we actually had a chat in relation to this whole topic from Kim Alloway saying, "I feel like I would pay uh, of it. I, I sorry, I feel like I would pay if it was all podcasts." on a platform if I listen to a lot with a ton of ads, but most I but most I pay attention to aren't that bad. So basically same idea where if um there was a lot of ads in there would be willing to pay if it was all podcasts on a platform. So kind of like you have with your Netflix or your Disney Plus or your Hulu subscription or whatever. Well yeah okay so let's just take YouTube for example because YouTube isn't there's not a singular thing thing on youtube except for I, I what do they call it see youtube it's not prime or something premium. like that but youtube premium so youtube premium gets rid of ads mm -hmm. but i don't know if anything i don't think any of that goes to the creator maybe a, a, a little bit goes to the creator over time or whatever anyway that's most like youtube doing it that way however there are different tiers of subscription like on hulu like you can get the ad supported version or uh peacock there's another one where you can get it free with ads or you can pay to take the ads out i find if i'm really into a show the last thing that i want to watch are commercials yeah. <laughs> because my time is limited and everything so if i'm going to pay for a service i'm going to pay to have no 
commercials. I do not pay for YouTube premium unless that was completely not obvious before not even knowing what the service was. I don't pay for it, but I do. I am a patron of several YouTube creators. And unfortunately, that means I have to watch the commercials because being a member of their channel or being a patron of their channel on Patreon, I can't get rid of the commercials on just that channel. Right. In order to get rid of the commercials, yeah, I got to go to YouTube premium. So there's just way too many options on YouTube, in my opinion, uh, for funding a channel or whatever. And I, I don't give anybody a hundred dollars a month or anything right. like that. Guys, I, I give like one or two bucks per creator per channel or show that I watch because in my opinion, value for value, that's what my time is worth watching your show. And I, I want to give you something. And I know that a lot is taken out in terms of the transactions, but at least you're getting something from me. So that that's why I do that. Anyway, who knows what the podcast landscape is yeah. going to look like in three years, much, you know, one year, who knows in one year what it's going to look like. Just as an FYI, I believe that the creators do get a get a paid out. Um, but from what, the by premium, people, yeah, that that watch with premium. Um, I seem to remember that being a big question mark when it came out. I don't know okay. the specifics though. Probably about the same they get off of the ads because that's so low now. <laughs> it's like point five cent, point zero five cents per point zero five Canadian cents. We'll just throw it that way per view of their commercials. So it just, it takes a lot on YouTube to earn some money these days, just from straight ad revenue. While we're talking about all sorts of in, in, uh, industry things, I wanted to get your thoughts on the Facebook player. And I know you don't have Facebook, but, but I, I think that this is actually relevant for you to, to you to answer because, uh, as you probably heard, there was a couple of people that brought up the idea of the 2.8 billion users on Facebook all of a sudden having access and then also easy access to play as they're scrolling. And I, I think that is really interesting. And I expressed that on 249A. Um, but what's your thoughts on this whole Facebook getting a player? Well, we've explored Facebook from the video side of things on this very show, right? And yeah. the, the, we're, we're uh, streaming on Facebook right now. Hi, Facebook. Oh, hi, hi, hi. <laughs> I didn't know that that was one of the options tonight. Uh, it's kind of a roulette wheel with Stephen where he wants to uh, to stream to. I think it's every my personal Facebook though. So so my mom is watching. Hi mom. Oh <laughs> hey yeah, that's great. If you can get no, your brother I'm, to watch that, I'm be... not on Facebook right now. I'm supposed to be, but I'm not. So I don't know what's okay. going on there. But you, you got to love that restream. <laughs> so when we do stream to Facebook, we've gone back and taken a look at the metrics, and there is a steep roll off. Right. You, you can't get anybody to really watch stuff on Facebook beyond just a few minutes. And usually when you're on Facebook, you're just scrolling. Right. Mm-hmm. And you get somewhere. Uh, I know that people at work have been watching streams on Facebook now because we can't get YouTube. YouTube has been blocked because it takes up too much bandwidth. But Facebook is there. So if there's a stream on Facebook, they'll watch the, the, the Facebook stream versus the YouTube stream, which they can't get to. Um, so there is a limited use case for that. Now you throw in a podcast player to that and I'm like, okay, for the portion of the population that doesn't know how to work a podcast app or maybe find the show on YouTube, because a lot of shows are on YouTube, not all of them, but a lot of shows are on YouTube. 
and and they can't do that. And if they're just exclusive to Facebook, then uh, okay. I just think the return on investment, both for Facebook and the podcaster, is going to be so low that it's it's just, it's going to fade out. It's just not going to matter. Plus, didn't Facebook also made a deal like within the same like forty eight hours it was announced with Spotify, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> I just, I don't get, I think more people will migrate to Spotify because that is where they get their other audio streams versus Facebook. That's just my initial opinion. I could be completely wrong because it is a huge marketplace. And if you can get even a portion of your listeners through it, why not even try it? Right. So I could see that aspect to it. I'm not going to say don't put your stuff on Facebook. People have issues with Facebook and privacy and stuff like that. So, there's that. Uh, I have issues with Facebook because they kick me off. Uh, but I'm just thinking in terms of the hobby podcaster, there's a lot of people with Facebook accounts. It's not necessarily a bad idea. I, I will say that you're going, if you want to stay anonymous, Facebook isn't going to let you. They're, no. they're going to want your, they're monetizing you through your uh, contact information and and where you go and what you do yeah. and that sort of thing. It's it's the statistics, the data behind it. That's how they're making real money from you. And so you can't be anonymous and throw a podcast on there. And I know a lot of hobby podcasters want to remain anonymous for whatever reason. Some are good, some are uh, questionable, but yeah. All right, let's get a little bit into the world of SP Studios. And this, this plays well into something that's been ongoing uh, with me for about a month or so now. I actually briefly mentioned it on one of our recent Better Podcasting live chats. You are are calling it quits. You're saying goodbye to something that you have you have had very intimate time with for the last few years. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know how long it because we got our chairs at the same time. Has it been yeah. three or four years? Oh, I, I I think it's longer than that. But you think it's. Uh, Five years? I I think it was the first year of better podcasting. We both wow. replaced them. Definitely I, I time to change this. I yeah, definitely change the time to change this puppy out. So these are not cheap, but not inexpensive uh, faux leather office chairs that we both have. And for me, anyway, the the faux leather on it is starting to peel on the seat. So it's time to get rid of. Plus, it's been created. Don't know if you've heard it on better podcasting or not, if you're listening right now, but you can sometimes hear my chair creak as I'm repositioning myself. I do have a back issue, so I do have to move throughout the the podcast. And even if I stood, I'd be like moving and and stuff like that. And I actually would prefer to stand, but my podcast desk is just not set up for that. So I am in the market for a new chair. And then when my mom was here last week, she recommended these saddle chairs. She's like, I, I sew and I'm sewing for a long time and I'm using these saddle chairs. I hadn't heard of these saddle chairs. So I looked it up the other day and I was like, oh, okay, well maybe. And most of the saddle chairs that I saw initially didn't have backs, but now I'm seeing saddle chairs with backs. And for those that don't know what I'm talking about, think about a horse saddle. And that's what the chair looks like for people that sew and use a foot pedal. It's actually pretty good. I, I would think with podcasters, it might be good. I don't know. I'm willing to give it a shot, but it's it reminds me of those chairs that you knelt to 30 years ago or exercise balls that you sit on for, for back posture. And I'm not sure if it's just going to be a fad or if it's a real thing. So I'm kind of hesitant to put 
a lot of money into it, mm. but I'd be interested to just to try it out. Regardless, I'm in the market for a new chair. So regard whether I pay $200, $300 for it, because that's kind of the going rate for the higher end chairs that you can get at the home office places, or if I, I, if I go professional and if I spend $1,000 on a chair, I'm going to be in the market soon. So if you have any recommendations, not a gaming chair, I've been convinced not to go gaming chair. Yeah. Uh, but if if you have any serious recommendations, let me know. And and like steel case at work, we have steel case, so I I'm very familiar with the steel case brand. I think it's good. I've been kind of sitting back and forth on mine, rocking mine back and forth. I've had it for like three years now, and it does creak, which would mm -hmm. be consideration for me. I've even thought about just going to a, a standard like wooden chair, right? Well, like you would get in a dining room or whatever, but padded. I've considered that too. So whatever that you have recommendations for, I'm open for it right now. I'm not going to buy anything for a couple of weeks. So if you send me a note, maybe on our discord server or, you know, email me stargate pioneer, You can email the podcast and you can get Steven too at podcast at betterpodcasting.com. I would appreciate your recommendations on a really good podcasting chair. I've done the research. I, I, I've gone looking through our back catalog. Thanks to YouTube thumbnails. So uh, it was, it's about four years is where it four is. Years. And, and okay. so um, episode number 60 of Better Podcasting. No, I lied. Uh, it was episode number 61 of Better Podcasting. Your chair made the debut. Episode okay. 62, mine made the debut. 61 was dated of a release date of January 10th, 2017, and uh, 62 was January 17th. So, um, because I don't know if you recall, but the history of my chair was I had bought my chair and it was a Christmas gift to myself, so I had to wait to be good. And then uh, I opened it, assembled it, and it was very <laughs> different than the demo. Like, it felt totally different. Yeah, and I remember then, that. Yeah, I took it back to them and they were like, what are you talking about? And they sat down and they're like, wow, this is totally different. So um, that's when I ended up with this, this trusty old ratty chair. And uh, I have been through two chairs trying to replace them and both have had issues. The first was basically like an elbow in my lower back. And then the second <laughs> one was like I, after a couple hours of sitting on it, like I was sitting on plastic. So I got another one coming on in. Uh, we'll see. We'll see when that arrives. It should arrive this week. But until then, creaky. Oh, it's not creaky. You can't hear it right now. There you go. Can you hear oh, it? Wow. Cre creaky old brown, whatever you want to call her, is uh, is, is here <laughs> for this week. I remember when we put them in, I, I remember saying in about three years, we're going to have to get new chairs. And it's lasted a little bit longer than that. But honestly, uh, yeah, three, at the three-year point, I probably should have but i i had other expenses mm -hmm. at that point so i just been limping along but now it's time it, it really is so i want to get something that's good as yeah. all podcasters do and i'm not willing and i'm willing to spend a little bit more for it if it's going to be a good chair for three years and i'm realistic i'll go three years if i get four or five out of it that's great but if i'm sitting at it three times a week matter of fact when i first got it i was probably sitting at five to yeah. seven i was podcasting it at five to seven times a week this i'm only podcasting three times a week but i am editing beyond that so i am sitting at this seat for quite some time i am not working from home anymore i did for a little bit i am not anymore i have to go into the office 
So I don't have that work from home <laughs> thing going on. But yeah, it's it's been uh, an interesting time. I'm glad I got the chair that I did. It's been okay, but it's time for a new one. Yeah. So me as well. And that's the same thing with mine is um like my work from home because I have been working at home for a year. It's it's completely wrecked the cushion. Like it was it was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm probably gonna need to replace it eventually. And then work from home was just like destroyed the cushion. So um and then the backs like gone loose now. So I'm like never, mm. never have any back support. I'm like hovering the whole time. I might as well be on a stool. Yeah, I definitely need back. So if the back would go off of this thing, I would immediately have to get some kind of replacement oh, I- or just haul in one of the dining room chairs for a little bit. As, yeah. As a matter of fact, the very first podcast that I did was on a dining room chair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the, those start to hurt after about 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> And it was like an hour and a half long podcast. <laughs> uh, we had a bit of uh, fun comments come in this week. Uh, we had uh, in relation, this was actually back on the 26th of uh, April. We had Damien the DM say flip or flop, Steven in an SP edition. This was because we started the last better podcasting live chat talking about homeowner stuff. So uh, apparently oh. we are starting the flip or flop podcast edition. Uh, also, Damien said, I love that little callback. I think you should lead with it next time. He was the only one that commented, not even SP commented on it. SP, did you know what he's referring to? Oh, I did when he made the comment. I'm, I'm trying to remember what it is it, now. It was at the <laughs> end end of the, the previous Better Podcasting live chat. Did, did you check it out? Maybe you didn't check it out. No, no, I did. Um, it was where I just can't remember. Oh, okay. Well, We'll uh, we'll play that uh, in a minute here. Uh, go okay. ahead and read John S. Badger's comment. Said, look at Stephen John Drew making his show "Watching Paint Dry" a success in his most recent edition of Better Podcasting. What a champ! And definitely, what a champ! I really appreciate that. That what a champ that people understand the reference. Not thinking I'm calling the show boring. <laughs> uh, he was hoping because he made the comment and then was hoping that. Uh, People weren't going to think that I was saying it was like watching paint dry or that what he was saying. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you enjoyed my in-depth discussion on latex versus oil paints. Uh, Good thing you didn't talk about varnish because we've established Mm -hmm. you know nothing about varnish. I don't. Alaron said, when will you be doing your hard hitting coverage of that flat versus eggshell versus semi-gloss? So that is an open question. When are you going to be doing that? You know what? Uh... Eventually, eventually I'll go ahead and get it all um, together. Uh, dude, you know, it's too bad you didn't start this podcast, this paint drying podcast when my son was actually working in a paint store. I mean, he knows a lot about paint. He's actually uh, he graduated from college since then, and he's working in the science field. He is testing vaccines right now. So uh, I, I don't know if his interest has waned from paint or not. You might have missed that opportunity, Stephen. Darn, so, what a shame. Well, yeah, I know. We'll see how that goes in the future. I just want to, again, say thank you to everybody that reached out to me on various means. I had people private message me on Discord, on Twitter. I had people openly message on Discord and Twitter and email me. I had some people email me. So thank you, everybody, for emailing me and, and well wishes and stuff like that. It It's in retrospect, it doesn't sound as bad as it was, but it was touch and go seriously for a few days. I mean, I watched the vital, my dad's vitals in the hospital just go to the point where it probably should have been cardiac arrest. So 
it was not uh not it, it was critical at, at at times so thank you very much i i really appreciate that all right sp i've got it together here i'm gonna go ahead and play it right now welcome to better podcasting with a combined history of over a thousand episodes and starting as early as 2008 we are hobby podcasters through and through just like you Welcome to an all-new Better Podcasting live chat. I am Steven, and with me, of course, is SP. How's it going, SP? I'm great. You know, I am still jazzed about this opening theme that we chose six years ago now. I still enjoy hearing it. I thought I would tire of it after a couple years. So what do you think of that, SP? Did you catch it or did you miss it entirely now that you, you, you've, you know, uh, when you've, I've, I've shown it to you? Yeah, I I caught it. Yeah, I was gonna say something to you about uh, changing stuff when I'm gone, <laughs> and then have to come back to it. Uh, if you want to change the intro, I mean, maybe we should put a poll out there. People want us to change the intro music for Better Podcasting Live Chat to what you found. We can do that, I guess. <laughs> so I. I- I actually spent money to put that joke together because I I had to buy like I didn't want the it would suck if I went and I grabbed music that was in the YouTube library but then their stupid content system flagged it or whatever so I'm like I gotta pay for it and and I, I spent money on on getting it there and I'll admit when I was putting it together because obviously that was a play to the beginning of last week's episode where I joked about that uh, I I had. I, I was saying to myself, this is like, I literally said out loud, this is so dumb. This is so stupid. And, and then as I was playing it, I'm like, it was warming up to me. I'm like, oh, I kind of like how this turned out. So um, I just, I had a fun time putting it together and I was curious how many people had seen it. And so Damien, uh, I'm glad you commented. And if anybody else caught it, I would love to know what you thought as well. Uh, but yeah, that was just a fun little thing that I put together in the last better podcasting live chat. Just to, at least you're just to at make least you're having fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the chat, right. Johnny Pennington says no. But oh, really? He, he doesn't, he doesn't like, like it. it. He doesn't want us to change. He likes, he likes status quo. That's what he likes. Okay. The intro that never introed. I know the intro soundboard. that never introed. <laughs> oh, I think that helps Damien likes that kind of music. <laughs> Did Damien just refer to himself in third person? He did, and I like it. This is in our live chat, again, at Geeks.Live. All right. He does say Herman Miller embody uh, for the Cherotype. Yeah, I also looked at Herman Miller, too. They're on the higher end. They were professional brands. All right. So for episode number 31 of Better Podcasting Live Chat, I'm Stephen John Drew saying, SP, you cannot be replaced with a robot. MSP saying, well, that's good to hear for now, but eventually you might have to replace me. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of Better Podcasting. You can find the full back catalog of Better Podcasting at betterpodcasting.com. If you're into geeky podcasts, please check out the other podcasts on the Gunna Geek Network at gunnageeknetwork.com. This show was produced and edited by Stephen John Drew of Gunna Geek Productions. Voice work was done by L.W. Salinas. Thanks again for listening or watching, and we hope to see you again next week.